Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 
Hello, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. This is the podcast where I get invasive and ask bands about the different jobs they've had between tours. On today's episode, last minute episode, second of the week, show me the body. Join me at All Ages Records. Thanks to Nikki there for letting us use the space. Just half an hour before they laid waste to the underworld, on Wednesday played an amazing show at Brixton Village for Concrete Culture. Their new album, Trouble the Water, is out now. It's an absolute raging, groovy, angry, joyous record. If you're listening to this, you probably already know it. Cheers for listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs, supported by 2000 Trees Festival, which is one of my favorite independent festivals in the UK. I've had some amazing times there, sleeping in the back of cars, being that guy in sunglasses who becomes a mute. Next year, they have a four-day lineup on Wednesday at the Forest Stage, which is actually in a forest. Bob Villain and Holding Absent are headlining. You get to see those bands in a forest on a Wednesday night, the first day of the festival. It's an incredible lineup supporting that. And the four day tickets are on sale now. Get them before they go. And with the voucher code 101POD, you can get 20 quid off. Get all that at 2000treesfestival.co.uk. Four days in Cheltenham, just a few hours away from London. They've had some amazing lineups in the past. Next year, without doubt, isn't going to be any different. One of my favorite places to go in the summer. 2000treesfestival.co.uk. Four day tickets, 20 quid off with the voucher code 101POD. All right, here's Julian, Jackie, and Harlan from Show Me the Body. I used to go. In between tours, I used to go to the um, psychiatric hospital at uh, at Columbia, and they'd uh, they put me in an MRI machine with an IV, and they'd shoot me up with medical grade ketamine to see what my brain looked like to support research for ketamine therapy. That was the best side hustle I had. Medical trials. Yeah, I mean, how is that like? I mean, th- those things they last a, like a month or two, right? Those were one and done, shoot it and boot it and call it a day. But I did some other ones that were kind of like longer, longer experiences. But those were quick. Right. What was the one where you were like in the room for five days straight? Like, what, what was that one? I did one room, no windows for 26 days straight. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah, but you, I watched The Sopranos and I brought a little <laughs> keyboard and. Yeah. That's good. I mean, the, the the stuff I find interesting about that, and look, I know that like talking about jobs and shit, it's not like the most fun thing. And I think that's what I realized in myself. You know, stuff I was trying to ignore, shit I was trying to not think about. But in not thinking about it, I realized that if I wanted to do my art, if I wanted to do my shit, I had to be smart about it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yes. Like you and and something like that, like last a couple of months. I mean, like. Did you feel that quite, were you quite natural in sort of moving around and finding new side hustles, new finding new gigs? Actually, you guys did, you built good framework to be able to do what you do. I mean, me and Harlan's, Harlan's pops had a friend who like had a boat and we used to sell his fish in high school on the weekends. Um, And you want to talk about Blue Moon Fish? Sure, yeah. They're dope. Um, yeah. Where's that in New Jersey? Where is that? Uh, Long Island. It's in uh, Montauk, Long Island. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a you know when Julie and I were in high school, like we, you know, had no reason to make records other than trying to send songs to promoters so they'd put us on their shows. 
Yeah. And uh, our first EP, we self-produced and paid for by working at a fish market and, you know, getting a hundred bucks a day and groceries for a week and stuff to bring home and shit. And it was, it was great. It was a, it was, it was awesome. And we woke up at like six in the morning and we're there every Saturday. You know, most kids don't want to do that in high school, you know? Yeah. And, and you're then, doing something for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was, I remember like I, I bought my first bass for this band work with that fish money, you know? And so, um, yeah and then it was like working with like my uncle basically he was like my, my dad's best friend who grew up with with in uh, chelsea in manhattan and uh and yeah yeah i mean i you know subsequently it's like you know you gotta find ways to make the touring lifestyle work to balance you know landing and taking off from where you live and where you're gonna be all over the place and yeah my 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 current side hustle i think is pretty sick even though it's sometimes not so fun but i get to raise banners in a certain part of the city that's very very old like kind of like like uh like corporate banners that have nothing to do with anything that more support like the new world order and the destruction of humanity but like actually the work that i get to do with them is just like tying ropes and tying bowling knots and trying tying truck hitches and uh and like working with big ass ropes and then working with tie offs that like is like where the original city docks were and oh, stuff cool. like that. And, and I, you know, that that's pretty fun to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, finding something where you can fucking learn something for yourself. Cause you know, like every, like there, there are very little jobs where you can learn something for yourself, you know, and like discover your own self. Like, how many jobs do you and your friends and your family do yeah. where it's like, I don't get anything from this on a personal level being in this band since you were teenagers. I mean, when you left school, was that like a pretty obvious choice that you're going to do what you can to, to play music and, and put that first? Kind of, but I think we were both, at least me, Han, I think, and Jack, we were all just doing that as much as we could on the side. And, um, yeah and and then we got you know it's when we got a record deal that we were like shit maybe we should just like do this as much as we fucking can and try to like we have an opportunity to actually do this like maybe full time maybe you know what i mean yeah if more people bought our records we have a new record out if a lot of people buy it then like we're gonna do psychics and we're gonna be fucking sick but it you know but you know you know i feel like we're the age where we were pretty young teenagers when these indie guitar bands were getting deals that they could live off the advance for a bit you know those seem to like not really exist yeah. anymore you know if you think of bands that like, i don't know, like teenage fan club or i don't know even up to like the libertines or the strokes you know those are life-changing deals yeah yeah absolutely i mean we're, we're kind of of the generation of the like post cd post you know, music is worth something generation. Like, you know, we, you know, we, we make music that ultimately exists in a digital ether where people can lease it and, you know, listen to it and, and not necessarily even own it, but have access to it whenever they want. And that's a totally different world than, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago when we were kids and just starting to get into music. Cause that's a fucking product, right? Yeah. That's the margins. But I, I think it's two things. I think one is that there's like a thousand ways to do it. And, you know, there's like a thousand ways to do it and everyone should do it their own way. And anyone who tells you that there's like only one way to do it is definitely full of shit. Um, but I think like also just like 
in within this conversation is like because you know music is work too um and and practicing and and yeah. honing skill yeah um and so like i think like uh it's important also to to like to remember that like you know even even though like the goal on a monetary and like fiscal and you know like commercial uh scenario is to make the record to sell for the fans to buy to promote the tour so they buy the tickets but i think it's important to remember that you know the the real um gold is not found within the rec the record of the commodity but it is in the life that we live while doing it and the actual making of it and getting to spend time with one another like and become close on a uh plane of existence that is not necessarily just speaking and, and how you know how how we're taught to relate to one another you know what I mean try to find a new way to do that and I think that's is important to remember that there, that there is a lot of value as as well even though it's not necessarily monetary yeah for me that's the whole value you know we we're talking earlier about Island of Love and and how they've like opened up my world to these new bands that I never would have heard of and like that, like we, we all have that version of, of our own stories, you know, finding that band, find that community, whatever word you want to call it. You're like, fuck, this is my place. This is the most exciting thing, the most valued thing I have in life. I mean, a, a lot of people who run labels, a lot of people who buy the records, people playing the music, everyone has, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to keep hold of that. <laughs> I mean, over your time as a band, how's that, how's that evolved? on two two levels you know on a music level the goal has always to kind of like mine deeper into ourselves and push our sound further to be more ourselves than ever and i think with that in mind we've also you know taken that and and uh you know apply that to booking sh our own shows and creating our own tours and uh also now working with our own collective uh, corpus which has kind of expanded on you just, you know, the, the kind of creative fronts that we work on and collaborate on, and, you know, on many levels and uh, involves many more people and friends of ours than just the band, you know, in, in a way that's really special. You know, it's exciting for us because we don't have to always do work where we're performing or putting our hands on a project like we can uh, support and also lend our ears and our minds to ideas that, you know, go beyond just music as well. And, uh, and I think that that is also like, it helps the music, it like nurtures it. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, we also uh, got handed the leftovers of a world where like the music industry does, did so much for artists and kind of filled it a lot of shoes and put them through certain molds and certain, you know, frameworks and formulas that I don't think just don't exist anymore because it's a yeah. new world, you know, so to speak. It's And there's obviously leftover parts of it, but um a certain degree of like self-inventiveness was necessary throughout the last 10 years or so and corpus is a label it's a studio it's a collective where you're getting inspiration off each other i mean it makes sense to me how you know just like a skate shop or a record shop like here exists you know like we live whether we like it or not in that capitalist society and live in i mean having a studio where you can bring in people and kind of make honest work yeah you know does that make sense is that kind of part of it and you know i guess we kind of have to be we have to be fucking thrifty you know if we if yeah, you want to do it, this it's 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 oddly inaccessible i mean it, maybe it's more accessible than ever now but it, when we were kids it was really inaccessible 
you know, having a studio space, having a creative space where you could go with your friends or, you know, by yourself and just make something that's in your head and make it somehow real or tangible in a way. And, uh, and I think a big part of the, you know, Corpus Studio project that we've been doing throughout the pandemic is to make it a, an actual ac accessible studio space. You know, we, we've had a residency program there for the last couple of years where people can submit an application and get 36 hours of free studio time right. and make, you know, kind of fill out, you know, f you know, let it fill the shoes of whatever they kind of need it to be. You know, it's some, yeah. some people came in and made a full EP. Some people just wanted to work on some songs and see what happened. And yeah, and that's really exciting for us, too, because, you know, we didn't have that when we were younger. So we can see how that affects people positively, you know. Have you heard of Fuzzbrain Studios? I haven't actually. So they're friends of Island of Love. Speak to them about it. There's this guy called Ben. He's been able to get funding for young people Sick. to come in and, and make a effort doing that. I mean, that's kind of, that seems to me like a lineal like future of keeping what you're doing going. Yeah, absolutely. I think also people get confused about like what DIY is like DIY is like not like a culture or like it's like it's not like a an aesthetic like DIY is something that children do to make happen that is not happening f like by the people around them. You know what I mean? It's mm. like for kids to play a show and to book their friends is hard to convince someone older than you sometimes. So you literally have to do it yourself. And like I think it's important to remember that like all that shit is for children and all this music shit is for children and like to be able to express yourself is like to like be with people in, in a in like a, a way that however way you want to rock it is always like with love you know what i mean so like yeah it's but it's good to remember that like that shit is just for the children always like it's it's like wu-tang said like it's it's not anything else like to get twisted i mean it's great that with trouble the water you know, you're getting reviews in Pitchfork, you're getting on those shows and those festivals and, you know, that kind of, how do you want to say it? Like adult tier of the music industry or whatever. You know, is that something that you talk about a lot and, and being able to kind of like maintain your values and your, your cause? And look, again, I want to stress like, this isn't the kind of stuff you want to, you want to talk to your friends no, about every Friday good. night, but it's real, you know? I think that the, we don't really talk about it as much as we just predict that no one likes us. But I think what we do talk about all the time is just doing the best that we can do. And the rest is just up for opinion. And as long as like we do the best that we can do, hopefully it gets better every time. And then more people take reckon with it and fucking talk about it or listen to it you know what i mean like yeah i think the older that we've gotten and, and now is that we have jackie in the band you know what i mean and we're just becoming the best and most powerful version that showing the body can be and i hope and i only see it like becoming better the next time as well you must see a bit of like the longer journey now you know where what you might be doing in five years or ten or you know, is is that was that is that fair to say? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, but it, it's secret. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Definitely, yeah, man. I ain't telling you. Fuck yeah! <laughs> is that fun to think about? Is that fun to plot? Absolutely not, man. It's the future. It's terrifying, but you know, it's <laughs> it's uh, but it's all you know. It's also a, a beautiful thing because it's the future with our friends and people we consider our family, and and so yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. And you know, your spots where you're living in in New York and like. 
home lives at, at this point have you got that kind of tour recording writing home balance like pretty pretty fixed up well that's the, that's been the goal i mean I, our first record we made because we had to learn how to write a write and record a record and the second record we made knowing how to make a record and this is the kind of this record we just made is the one that was i think with the most focus and you know intuitive direction like what we wanted it to be and being able to see it ahead of time and so when we've gone on tour and finished records we try to keep that off and on pro process going you know yeah. it's even while we're on the road we like try to go to studios and uh record in different cities if we can and, right and uh like i only like going to la to record you know if i can recording in la yeah, yeah, just uh, I mean, it's like, so I, you have to go there. I, yeah, I, I, it's a great city, but I, I'd rather like spend the time recording because it's you know they have a lot of great studios than just hanging out and going out and stuff. It's kind of what I like to do. You started getting into gear. Oh, that's a bad question to ask me. <laughs> Harlan in Harlan's room is like mostly just a wall of modular synthesizers. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I think. Um, you know there is a challenge to uh maintaining that creative cycle it's it's in, really incumbent upon us to make that space and that time and then also knowing how to manage you know the other aspects of your life personal relationships you know have having a part-time job you know figuring out how to land after you travel for a month straight right and uh you don't really know what it's like to ha own things or be somewhere and be anywhere with people that's that's something that you learn a lot about you know and that you didn't you don't think about when you just get started and you're excited about it but it's uh it's a it's a huge part of it you know it's grown up being in london you know just last question being in london like what 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 times have you had here what what memorable times or it can be england in general wow. i'm looking for stories oh, shoot we have some really good ones um <laughs> I have some really good ones. First time in Scotland, we drive up there in the middle of the night and we can't find a hotel. We can't find a hostel. So we decided to all sleep in a camper tr in our camp, in our trailer of our, um, sprinter in a parking lot, uh, right outside of, Sc of Glasgow. And our drummer at the time just was sleeping on the back bench and he had his hands between his knees because he was cold. You know, and a yeah. couple of us were sleeping in the front seats, you know, reclined back, a couple of people on the ground. And in the morning, I just remember waking up to two police officers knocking on my window, being like, what is this? They were like, they were convinced there was an, a hostage in the tied up in the back of the van because people had walked by in the morning and seeing us pass out. So that was, that was pretty hilarious. Better and not tell them you banned them. Yeah, right? Yeah, show me the body. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, there's so many. I mean, every time we out, we're out here, we've we've been shown so much love and uh, respect, and it's amazing to see how far the music has taken us and brought us here, you know, and we can celebrate and make new friends um, in the UK and all over the world now in a way that's, like, it's really amazing, you know? It's really awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much. Cheers, and thanks, All Ages and Nick, for having us. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working all day for me, mate.
This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast.